Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight on Killing Eve, Eve is on the case, Villanelle is playing house guest, and shocker, somebody dies. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz We are back, episode two of Killing Eve, and it's getting even more dramatic. Of course, we love this show. Yes. I'm Haley J. To my left, we've got Delia and Erica. Hi, guys. So we've got a lot to talk about with this episode. Eve is working on the case with Villanelle, and that's just fueling her desire and obsession even more so. Mm -hmm. And then, like we said before, pulling her away from her husband, because this is her full focus. Villanelle is playing a house guest to a guy that she maybe thought could be a weak little victim, and we quickly learn that that's not the case, which is exciting for us to see. He chose the wrong girl, clearly, (laughs) and uh, she chose the wrong guy. He wasn't so easy to take advantage of. And then at the end, we see Villanelle gets a new handler, so that's going to take her into now we see her kind of controlling the steps along the way, and now she's going to be back in the control of these men. So I'm very mm-hmm. interested to see what happens with that. And of course, we've got our special segment, Woman of the Week, where for good or bad reason, we are going to highlight our Woman of the Week. And if we're getting a little fun like Villanelle, we'll mm-hmm. talk about the evil, or if probably like <laughs> me, I'll say a good person. <laughs> so what are our, our overall thoughts of this episode? I really liked it. I really enjoyed seeing Villanelle with the house, like staying in the house with the, I believe, what was his name? Julian. Julian. He was so creepy. I was just not expecting that. That was a shock for me honestly yeah i really enjoyed this episode it was uh really fast moving but it was good to see sort of some of the team back together i kind of miss elena from last season i really liked her um but you know they had sort of a new person in to fill her space and uh so it was good to see the team back together and kind of regrouped and you know getting back to business back to business (laughs) exactly. i agree i did really like this and starting off her in the onesie sneaking out of a family's van. I'm just like, you know, this is going to be a good episode. And I've got to say, I'm wondering if the pig's placenta in the facial moisturizer is really a thing. That was so good. Does that, that work? Was, that was I amazing. Love, I love that line. I love their bits of humor and yeah. even yeah. the little clips of Villanelle being in the grocery store and let's stop and put on blush. Like, you still, like, <laughs> see that, like, she's still a human girl at the end of the yeah. day. She's like, ew, I look gross. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just love those little bits. I think the writing's so creative with that. Yeah, all the funny little moments that they have or, like, with uh, Eve and Kenny. Are you guys having an affair yes. and she's like yeah of course we are and it's just like those little moments and the awkward tension yes. it's just the timing I think fits really well and they're with so the good about darkness yeah. and the funniness and they're yeah. really good about that silence they can just create okay. that silence moments and you're just like anyone gonna say anything no, okay. no one's saying <laughs> timing. Yeah. Right, exactly. So going into our first big topic is Eve is working on the case so mm-hmm. we see her back in boss mode and Villanelle seems to not be the subject that they originally thought. Yeah. And then we see how Eve still so badly wants to keep her involved. We're yeah. like, well, I didn't write her off just yet. She yeah. might be important. So 
What do we think about her working on this case now? I like that she was still defending her. It was interesting. It was almost as if you, she was talking about a best friend. You know, she was giving out, she isn't sloppy. You know, she, she may be all these other things, but she's not sloppy. She was defending her. And yeah, Villanelle is not the it girl anymore. I don't know what Villanelle is going to do about that. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting, I think, uh, to see kind of, um, you know, Eve's sort of disappointment at to be hunting someone different other than Villanelle. So mm-hmm. I think she kind of is, you know, missing that. Yeah. And so that was kind of an interesting sort of juxtaposition for her. So that was good to watch. So do we think that her fellow workers are going to start to notice a trend in her wanting her to be more involved? Yeah. Kind of like when you like a boy and you try not to talk about them, but you're still talking <laughs> yeah. about them, and people are like, hey. Just dropping into conversation. up a lot, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if we're going to see people in her inner circle commenting and starting to figure out the clues, and especially Eve feels like she's being left personal clues, and she's already slipping up right. saying she wanted me to see that, and they, they're like, you see that? So yeah. I think that we're going to see a pattern of that, of her leaving little breadcrumbs that people will slowly start to figure out. Definitely. I think Kenny's got her back, though. I think Kenny's a one on that team that's just like, yeah, well, she might know this killer or have connections. He's still trying to be like, he's trying to help her wheel her in some way, but he's not letting her go either. Gotta have that one ally at least. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very true, very true. So how do we, when do we think they're finally going to see each other? There's this suspense of when they're finally going to meet up again. How many episodes do you think it's going to take until we get to that point? Well, I wonder if Villanelle is going to be, should we saw her in serious trouble and reaching out for Eve. So I think that maybe because of this handler, clearly she doesn't like the relationship. We get that vibe by the end of the episode, but maybe another time that she's in trouble, she's going to reach out to her. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, like I think um, I mentioned this sort of in my predictions, I think last week, I think that now that it's not clear if Villanelle is back in with her people or not. Mm -hmm. So if they turn on her again, because they were like shooting at her, you know, at the end of the last episode, they were trying to kill her. So, and then this time initially she called them and they were like, no. So if they come after her, then she's going to have to turn to Eve, which is what she did this time. So I think there is going to come a time where um, she probably will need Eve's help if the people she's working for turn against her. And Isn't Eve that be- a predicament to be in? You're, yeah. you're one to really who you think you can trust is also the person that just stabbed you. Yeah. So what a position to be in choosing who's the better option Well, it's going to be kind of like that Agent Frank. Like, he was helping the Russians until the Russians were trying to kill him, and then he was back to <laughs> Carolyn and Eve, like, help me, help me, you yeah. know, before he obviously got murdered. But, yeah, um, you know, you got to go with whoever's going to help you. And plus Villanelle, that, that bathtub scene, I don't know if you guys caught that, when she was, like, rubbing her wound and, like, thinking of Eve, it was, st- like, I was like, okay, so she's really looking for any reason to, like, reach out to her or think about her, and I don't right. think she would mind reaching out, like, help me. Right, but having exactly. her motives. Exactly, I <laughs> and agree. And Eve, I'm sure, knowing that Villanelle called her, I'm sure there's a part of mm. Eve that's like, yes, like, finally got that text I wanted. You know, she's like, yeah. this Their is coming together. Is so and toxic. That tension, I yeah. think, building between yeah. them makes it even more they need to finally mm-hmm. connect. So I'm really interested to see, are they going to 
fight? Are they going to like start making out? Like who knows know, what's going right? to happen? <laughs> that, that tension build up. Yeah, for sure. We do want to take a pause really quick to thank everyone for viewing and giving your input. So Delia, if you want to yes, take it away. We wanted to thank you guys for making this the ESPN of TV talk. Now, if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and please leave us a comment. We want to know what you're thinking and what you think of the show. We really pre- appreciate all your feedback. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Um, we really appreciate hearing you guys and being part of conversation. So thank you so much for checking in with us every week. Thank you. Getting yes. to the grocery store scene where we see Villanelle trying to scope out her victim. And we see her strike out a couple times with people <laughs> yeah. thinking she just wants money and that's mm-hmm. not working. I wonder if she first went for the women because she figured that would be the easiest target. Because yeah. a yeah. lot of times, you know, we see if you watching murder shows obviously i'm trying to not be in the mind of the killer but you, you hear that you're the, learning you're learning right? you hear that the predators seek victims that look weak so it's yeah. almost interesting that you see this young girl which is typically not the role that the predator plays and now mm-hmm. she's trying to find who she thinks she could easily take advantage of who she thinks is this man julian and this this surprised me as well yeah. because he seemed really timid so i thought and oh awkward. no poor guy she's gonna kill him and this poor man did nothing wrong he's just trying to help her but how surprised were you to find out that julian definitely had a little creepy side yeah to him. with all those dolls that was my first vibe when she you was something in, was up yeah i was like why are all these dolls in this room because she was scared she was like can you just take me to like the, do- the hospital please and she was just looking at all the dolls and i was like wait she's she's very scared and I was like, wait, Villanelle's scared? Ooh. So funny how, like, <laughs> yeah. dolls can yeah. do the creepy thing. That's the thing she's afraid of? Right. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the knife. Yeah, exactly. It was really creepy. And then especially when, like, she kept asking him to get medication or mm-hmm. go get antibiotics. And he was like, oh, you're just worried. You'll be fine. And it's like, okay, now he's, like, really creepy. Like, almost mansplaining what her disease was. Exactly. Like, exactly. At like, first I was like, is he a doctor? Why yeah. is he, like, going? Going in and being so like this is what you need. I know exactly what you need. Why do you guys think he didn't want her to have the antibiotic so badly? I think it's almost a control thing. I think it was just kind of being able to say like, no, I'm going to. You're going to do it my I way. I can take care of yeah. you. Yeah, just the what what I'm doing. Yeah, I think it was kind of more morbid than like it's like um when he's saying um I'm going to have to get your sanitary pads. And he's like, I have to say it for my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, stop. And you can see him waiting for her to be like, okay. And when she doesn't, he's just like, okay. That awkwardness, (laughs) that silence. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also, I feel like she, at that point, she looked like she was going to pass out. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because he seemed to be okay with that. So clearly she has a fever. She's getting sicker and sicker. And he's just like, no, you're fine. So I feel part of it is... Um, to have her just be more incapacitated so he can eventually lock her up like he did his mother, I think. Yeah, so she can't leave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. I get the whole... The mom thing didn't stand out to me that much because I, I do know that's, like, a common thing. They leave the house, so you want to keep them safe. But to think that maybe he wanted her to be weaker so he could overpower her more yeah. does make sense, especially you've got to think that there's some history with this guy mm-hmm. of not getting the girl because... If he is the type of guy that even the mom made the comment of watch out for him and 
his comments in the end saying, what do I get in return? This is not the first time that he's yeah. felt like a woman has not given him something that he wants in return. Yeah, whether right. she, yeah, because I think if you have a, you know, relative who has dementia or is suffering, you do go to extents of, like, fixing up the house so it's safer and more mm-hmm. comfortable for them. But to the, to the craziness of, like, every single window was, like, triple and quadruple locked and, like, everything was super hard to get in and out of, no, no sharp objects. I was like, this is insane. And yeah, I wonder that seemed if- really extra because I felt like if anything, even if Villanelle wasn't there, you know what I mean? Like if there's a fire, she's probably going to die locked yeah. in that room. So to me, it did seem like it was there was something else mm-hmm. going on with all, everything being so locked. Yeah, so I wonder if he's been secluding himself at the same time where he's even making himself crazier and crazier by not leaving the home and just kind of staying with her. That's or if she just yeah, or she just found herself someone who had actually had experience with kidnapping girls and you know, doing whatever in the basement and just keeping them. (laughs) She found another psychopath. And what surprises me about Villanelle is she does seem like a strong character Mm -hmm. that can handle her own. So she did genuinely seem more afraid than I expected mm-hmm. her to be. She seemed really scared. And those scenes where they're always running and they can't get out, I'm always like, get away, yeah. get away. And then came back, like, yeah. I had to, they saw me, I had to look away because I'm just like, I can't see the blood. And I know as soon as he got creepy with her mm-hmm. and went to brush her hair and you see her noticing, well, the first lean over kiss when she passed yeah. out, you see her starting to notice that, okay, there's something off with this guy. I'm like, he's dead. He's, yeah. There's no way she's going to let this guy continue living. Yeah, no, poor thing. Villanelle, not the guy. So do we think <laughs> so we think Eve immediately obviously knew that Villanelle was the person to kill him. And then do you think there was any sign that she left for Eve with the was it the plunder that she, not the plunder? Well, but. yeah, I thought it was like he's a shit. Like, that's what I thought. It was she put the plunger in his mouth and then I was like, well, yeah. And the toilet cleaner. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh yeah, the, little, the toilet cleaner. The yeah, the little brush. The yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, I, that's what I thought. I was like, nice touch. But if that wasn't what you guys were saying. I, that's how I took it. Um, yeah, I did, take, I did take it that way. But also, I mean, they were, they would have found her anyway because she called MI6. And so mm-hmm. they played it. So they were almost on their way when, um, you know, when this murder was probably reported anyway. So, you know, I mean, I think she already knew. I mean, they were close to Villanelle anyway because yeah. of the phone call earlier. So, And how sad is it that the only person she had to reach out to was Eve? Like, that's. The person who's investigating her and chasing her down, like, that's the person who she knows she can rely on. Kind of made me very sad for her. I think it's just, like, the more and more we see a Villanelle's character, we we must know that this is coming from a past painful place. Mm -hmm. Because she can't trust anyone, and the person she is drawn to is also that person that has this, like, scary, could they kill me any second relationship. Mm -hmm. This is, we see the way she's treated by the men in her life. We see her always having her guard up. So I think that it's very hard for her to just, I don't think she can be normal at this point. So maybe that does seem like a normal thing for her to reach out to Eve that makes sense to her because there's this underlining connection that only she shares with her. Yeah. Unless it's cake. That seems to be the, her only other favorite thing in the yeah. world. <laughs> very true, yeah, that's very true. true. I love that. Just the lemon cake and then she's like, I'm baking you a cake. I'm like, what is up with this girl in She's sweets? so good. <laughs> she's so good at like coming up with, with mm. uh, ideas about how to get out of things. And you're right. I think the portrayal of, I didn't even think about that, the portrayal of men on this show for the most part hasn't been very positive except Not for Kenny. Right. But yeah, that was like the only 
Night. Even more interesting to think how behind the scenes we know there's a lot of you were just telling me earlier how each season they switch up a different female writer. Yeah. So this show with the female music it's very female empowering. Not to say that we're like hating on men, but <laughs> we love you guys. That I just my <laughs> mind goes to a place where I do wonder the backstories of the women on this show because this is very like women are up front and the fighters and that's why we love it. Yeah, but we love it. it does make me wonder I, yeah, their personal history. Yeah, it's for women by women. It right. definitely feel like that's And again, the, not to hate on yeah. men, but I do think it is very cool to see how successful a show can be with very strong female characters and mm-hmm. the men just so happen to be dirtbags and <laughs> Except for Kenny. <laughs> All right. So we see Villanelle getting a new handler. Mm. And she does seem scared. He seems to show that he can overpower her and I'm a little worried that she might not have the upper hand this time. Yeah. Well, I remember her previous one. She killed him, right? She killed yeah. him getting off the train. Where was she? Or out of the van that she was? No, in? they were in a room and she shot him. Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. But she was like, she had just been transported out of the jail, right? And like, she was then being transferred over to another man, and she shot him. Yeah, yeah, she shot him. Um, so yeah, she hasn't had the best relationship with her handlers. This one didn't seem to be very excited about her um, strong spirit. <laughs> he very quickly let her know who was boss. I, exactly. I think yeah. he can very much take her on. Well, she's also like not at her maximum villanelle right. self. She is so suffering she, yeah, a major she's like, wound. <laughs> yeah, she's also suffering. So I think you know she's just like, fine, I'm just going to ride it out until she can kill him. Well, yeah, because I didn't understand really that whole segment because it was like, okay, she killed Julian. So I was like, why are you now wandering the streets in your nightgown? Like, he's dead. You can go in and change into some clothes for one. And so she kind of like just wanders out. And then and even her fight with Julian, I definitely felt like there was a point where he almost got the better of her. Yeah. So she definitely yeah. is seriously wounded. She doesn't really, I think, even appear to be in her same sort of mental space. Because yeah. I was like, she's not, you know, logically doing um, what would really be the most advantageous for her. So, yeah, so when she meets the handler, she really has no choice but to kind of go along yeah. with it. I do feel like she needs like a week to recover to get back to her old <laughs> self. So concerned for her. Well, she doesn't like she doesn't have her antibiotics. She's still right. injured. So now being in the weak place with these men controlling her, I feel like how is she? And like, I mean, he did say antibiotics are right there, but yeah. are they gonna let her get to that strength? Or I wonder the dynamic behind that, and if we will ever see her get to her like witty, powerful like back on top feeling yeah again. i wonder i think they i think we will i'm very curious because now we're, we're introduced to the to the woman that is kind of taking her place the it girl who no one can really put their finger on who she is um so i wonder what the behind the scenes with the bosses are now um I'm very yeah. It's a very convoluted kind of ending for. There's definitely a plan that we're not a part of. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're letting us know exactly. And what do we think of Eve now feeling like she needs more protection? What do we think? How is she going to be protected? Do we think? I don't know. I I kind of don't. I kind of don't agree with Caroline that she needs that much protection because I don't think Villanelle is actually going to kill her. I really don't. Like in my in my. But I could also see. Eve believing that, but to kind of keep her right. fake, you know, storyline going. That's a good point. Like, yes, I do need protection, you but think, yeah. I think there is a part of her that is a little scared too. Maybe. I don't think she fully. I think Villanelle might be more trusting because we saw Villanelle in the first episode saying she killed me because people do crazy things when they love each other, but 
Eve still doesn't know if, you know, she's searching the web. She's not sure what's going on. She's She doesn't exactly know. Like, she's realized now Villanelle's not dead, but she's still trying to put the pieces together yeah. herself. So I don't know if Eve's, from her side, if she is as trusting or maybe she's afraid that Villanelle's out to get her because she doesn't understand why she stabbed her. I think her yeah. mind is kind of going all over the place at this point. Yeah, I felt... Um I don't know. I kind of felt like she just said that because Carolyn said it. Like yeah. I don't. I'm pretty sure she doesn't think Villanelle is gonna kill her. Like I don't. Especially think Especially with with sure. how she saw the apple in the kid's like hand, she was like, "That's a sign for me." Mm-hmm. And she was very excited, like you said. She was very. So if you would, like flirting, yeah. Almost. If you would think someone's gonna kill you, and you're really really worried about that, like in the back of your head, I don't think you would be that excited. Yes. But at the same time, you see it's a very stereotypical thing when the killer right. is trying to get someone, like, to leave you. writings on the wall, yeah. little messages for them. So, I don't know. Hopefully, we find the answer soon because I'm so curious. <laughs> you're like, of, you're like, dying over there. Are they going to meet? What's going to happen? You're like, please don't kill Eve. You're I know. Like, for her. I, know, I know this is, like, the premise of the show is, like, people is die. True. But I'm like, stop. Like, that is true. No. I'm always like, every time we see Villanelle meet someone new in her life who she cons into helping them, giving her money, whatever it is, I'm always secretly hoping that she just doesn't end up killing them, too. And so far, uh, that hasn't worked out. But you're right. So well. you're, the, you're the only one that's thinking about the actual title of the show. I always forget that it's Killing Eve, and someone is trying to kill Eve. So, yeah, okay, I should probably be worried about her. I mean, <laughs> I, I do, but then I always, because when I watch, I mean, I know it's Villanelle, but sometimes I'm always like, who's really mm-hmm. Eve in the whole, in the yeah. overarc of the show? And so what we said is before. Is it going to be Villanelle, or is it going to be Eve who ends up dead at the end. It almost seems like it's Villanelle at this point. Or they live happily ever after. No one has to die. (laughs) That's true. What we said before is maybe someone is out to kill Eve, but maybe it's not Villanelle. And maybe they are the team trying to protect Eve. Mm -hmm. So I could, with the style of the writers, I could definitely see that being a twist Mm -hmm. as far as Villanelle may not be the bad guy that we thought in the beginning. Yeah. Especially if they're introducing a new kind of killer, the new it girl that we don't know. Right. Exactly. The one that everyone could be the person to worry about. Everyone looks at, but nobody sees. And I'm like, have we seen her before? Like, were we introduced to her in the first episode, like first season? And we just didn't see her because she's one of those people. Mm. Oh, they made a good point. It's someone that's always walking around and, I, I that line kind of stuck with like, me in a deeper way. Yeah, like you see them every day, but or you the same person you look at every day, but no one ever sees. And I'm like, that's really sad. But yeah, and that was a big. It was a great find. That was a um, big moment for especially women of color. They were definitely addressing that because you know Eve, she's Asian, and she's like the fact that you inter- interrupted me in this sentence proves that point. And just right. a creative way to like work that into the writing where it still mm-hmm. fits so perfectly, but they're still sending an important message. I think they handled that really well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What else did we like? What else stood out to you guys about this episode? Hmm. Um, I think just sort of Eve trying to get back into the swing and taking control of her new team. She's sort of struggling a little bit with it. I mean, she obviously has that sort of click with Kenny, but the two new people, she's still sort of trying to earn their respect and kind of, you know, get things kind of going with them. So that's interesting dynamic as far as her in MI6. What do you think of Hugo? Uh, he's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was very interested in Hugo. He was just kind of like the one that kind of stood out to me in that new 
clan of people. Right. Um, he was funny, but he he's also kind of a douche. Yeah, exactly. I, I like him. I like, like that like yeah. harsh personality. I think it'll bring yeah. just like a fun, another like funny vibe yeah, to the show. Definitely, he's a comedic relief in a very douchey way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. we all have one of those in the office. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we certainly do. I'm trying to think of, I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh, we were saying in the last show that we don't know how the relationship with Eve is going to go with, I just, remind me of her boyfriend, her husband. Uh, Nico. Nico. Mm -hmm. And we only saw a little bit of him in this episode, so I can already see him. Maybe either they're going to bring him back as an important character, or I can already see him kind of dwindling away and mm-hmm. the demise of the relationship at the same time. I don't I don't know if I see him sticking around. Yeah, it was funny because um, his only line was like, I like the blue when it's sexy. I remember mm-hmm. like that was like the thing. And I remember the only time I've seen Eve be sexy was with a dress that Villanelle had given her. Right. And it wasn't even for Nico. It was kind of for Villanelle. Like Villanelle. Oh, my oh goodness. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Do you I think like, she I bought the dress? The yeah. She bought the dress for Villanelle. Yes, because that was very I mean, similar I, to the Yeah, I think that type. was the implication, oh. or that's how I thought of it, is that when she she was thinking of Villanelle when she was looking. Mm-hmm. You know, because anytime she's really upset, she goes shopping. So before she bought the windows, now she's looking like at clothes that aren't really her style. And I definitely thought it was for Villanelle. Mm-hmm. And then especially when they, like you said, when they showed the actual dress, it was very similar in design to the one that Villanelle bought her. And she looked great in that dress, by the way. Interesting like, perception. Because <laughs> yes. when I saw that, I thought maybe she's trying to play a game to act like everything's fine with her husband, so I thought maybe that was her saying, oh, let me get the one he likes, because that will encourage us to, like, you know, I got this dress for you, babe, and everything's fine. I'm trying to block out my reality yeah. and put on this picture-perfect relationship. So, but I'm guessing you guys are right. That no, makes but you're more right. sense. Yeah, especially because it, it was, like, in bed. Like, they were next to each other in bed, and she's on their computer thinking about somebody else. Yeah, I think the marriage is right. over. <laughs> <laughs> and a typical in in a yeah. nature of a girl to yeah. have the clothing right there. Yeah. Just click on it, yeah. and you're good. Exactly. If I were to do something like that, I know it would bring up, like, the weather channel or something that, like, I wasn't actually looking at, and I don't think I'd get away with it. It's you're not as smooth as Villanelle. Probably helped that he was half-sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I did used to ask my parents for things that, like, 5 a.m. I'd wake up early and ask them for things and you get answers easier. Oh, that's so for you, sure. You, you had tactics. You had yeah, I was a little, <laughs> a little exactly. learner of the ways back then. If you guys are ready, we'll get into our mm-hmm. special segment, Woman of the Week. I don't know if we have any uh, special segment music. It doesn't <laughs> That's okay. We can take it from here. So, does anyone anyone want to start with their whether it's good or bad? Who is? is I have a great woman this week. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught the the picture of the black hole. So, I have Dr. Katie Bauman. She was the one that created or like pioneered really the algorithm to take the first ever picture of the black hole. And it's not black. It's actually like really colorful and wonderful. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. There's so many articles on it. But I just thought she's only 29. Oh, wow. she's 29 years old. I feel like you're not doing enough. I know. I'm just <laughs> like, exactly. I'm proud of you, girl. That is really, that is really <laughs> cool. Did it say like how long it? She was a student. She was a student, and she was researching it, and um, she just created it uh, while she was, I believe, at IT. It was, but now she's a professor. Um, but I didn't say how long, but it was before she graduated. Can you imagine being on a date with someone like, what do you do? Well, I, you know, discovered yeah. this amazing technology. It's like, all right, well. I don't. And there's a lot of people right now who are actually trolling her on Twitter. 
Uh, yeah, of that, course. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so I want to give her major shout out, and that what she did is amazing, and I am in awe. Of Can I ask her what work. they're saying in the comments? They're what's, just what's you know problem? trolling because um, the fact that you know she was a pioneer, but obviously there's a team of men that are also working on it, so they're saying that you know she didn't do it on her own. Of course. You can believe that. Thank you for giving her that shout out because well deserved. That's like especially in the nature of this show, giving women the recognition they deserve. Yes, that was a good one. Thank you. All right. So my woman of the year is Brigitte Monham. She was born in 1949. She was known as one of the. um, She was known as the Bouquet Slayer, and she was at one point known as one of the dangerous and most evil women in Germany. Whoa. She was a prominent member of the Red Army faction in Germany, which uh, basically in like 77, 1977, there was like a wave of terror where they murdered like maybe 30 people and they were like hijacking planes. And this was all in an effort to protest against Western Germany capitalism. So so she was involved in over 30 slayings. And so I guess basically she got her name from like she handed this banker a um, bouquet of flowers and then shot and murdered him at close range. So, oh my god. In 1982, <laughs> she was sentenced to five uh life sentences for the nine murders that she was involved in plus 15 years. However, um, you know, it all works out in the end cuz she was paroled in 2007 even though she never apologized or showed <laughs> any regret and she is still alive. Wow. I don't know where she is, but shout out to Brigitte, <laughs> the bouquet Slayer. That's a cool name. That's a very cool name. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of love those stories where they're always doing something like sneaky or tricky or like this is not an actual character, but from the movie yeah. Holes, it was like kissing Kate when she would kill people, she would kiss them on the cheek with the red lipstick. And that yeah. just reminds me of the same like, I'm going to give you a bouquet. So it's like mm-hmm. it's almost in the same pattern of what Villanelle will do where she gets their trust first puts on this little act and then she quickly flips the switch so mm-hmm. it's one of those like why do I like this why is it interesting but <laughs> it's that human psychology where you are drawn like there's so many studies that people are more interested in crimes and murders mm-hmm. and all these things that we we know are wrong but they're fascinating I think mm-hmm. it's because we all have a dark side and it's, it's we, scary yeah, to think about yeah, that right but, but it's exactly. true we, psychology if you were to see we all do have like a dark side and so it's interesting and it's almost dive. like don't touch the button you want to yeah. touch the button it's <laughs> yeah. like Right. Not saying we would murder someone, no, obviously, no. but yeah. to just be so curious because I think it's something that's so taboo that you are interested in an inside look of mm-hmm. what those people are like, and it's it is fascinating. So that's it a is. really cool one. I yeah, am I mine was very different than you guys's, but I did Lena Dunham. She's culturally a lot more um, on Instagram and in the two thousands, not so back then. But I just wanted to point her out because I think. We're getting better as a society to be more real in ourselves, but she's been doing that for a very long time. I even with her show Girls, I know she, you know, she's full on nude and she doesn't have the typical body of a naked actress that's going to look amazing on camera. And I just think it's really cool that she owns up to every part of who she is and her strengths and her weaknesses and being open about her endometriosis and just mm. all of those things along the lines. I think we need more women like that that are saying you know life is not perfect and that's okay and no one is perfect so i think it does take away the pressure especially on social media it's it's good to see someone 
representing in that way for yeah. women, especially and, for young girls. Yeah. And she was, I think, one of the first women who was awarded or nominated for directing a show. Uh, right. She's first, very, no, first nomination. Very for involved females, yeah. in every step of the way. Yeah. We need, I want her to work with Lisa Ray. I think they would just that is amazing. do yeah. really cool <laughs> things. I'm like Lisa. waiting for it. I'm yeah. like, do a show. Come on. Because I just think they're both like, I love Lisa Ray they're so as good. well. There's a lot of great women out there. (laughs) A lot of great women out there. (laughs) Any ending last comments about before we get into news of what we thought of week two? It's called Nice and Neat. Is that nice and neat? And uh, she definitely did not leave that house so neat. I'll say that. (laughs) And how cute was it with the mom just like walking away? Poor thing. She was just so happy. I just felt like she was like oh, finally free. I, was like, I feel yeah, that way God. too. Exactly. Exactly. And it was so funny how she just wipes off. <laughs> yes. Finally freedom. <laughs> and then, and yeah, I think she's better off not in that house, especially with him. But then I do, there's a part of me that feels bad for him because I just feel like he was that guy that never got the attention and I don't feel bad for him. I don't, because I feel like he was three steps away from yeah, being a serial killer Yeah, I mean, he was definitely himself. creepy, but... Like, he probably had locked other people... You know, we just don't know what, he've done, what he's done in that room. Oh, I feel gosh. like he probably locked other people in there. If his think. mom was weird, I would have felt bad for him, but the fact that his mom was so helpless, I didn't feel bad for him. It was kind of one of those things. And yeah. the, the, they did a great job with the way they set his character up in the first place, because he did seem like, I don't want anything to do with this chick. She's creepy. She's staring at me. He left all of his groceries, too, which I was like... You could have taken those at least and had her hide behind you still. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not trying to do a whole grocery trip and have to come back and do it again. (laughs) Very true, very true. Getting into our news segment. All right, you guys. So for news and gossip today, if you've enjoyed season one and you've enjoyed season two, well, we have amazing news. We have been renewed. So Killing Eve has been approved and renewed for season three. That's exciting. This is pretty early on to hear, right? Only I feel like a lot of times we're waiting a long time to find out if the next season is coming. And we're only in the second episode of two. Is this earlier than normal or no? Um, I think it, it varies probably network to network, but I mean, I think if, you know how it is, if if a show has enough heat behind it and a lot of people are viewing and there's a lot of buzz, and I think Killing Eve has a lot of buzz. Yeah. It definitely in, does. In the UK and here, so I think that people are excited. You guys are loving it. After buzz. <laughs> yes. There you go. After buzz. Plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like obviously when it first came out, not as many people were talking about it right. now that we got to fall in love with the characters a little bit. I have been seeing interviews left and right. And then, of course, you search one thing on YouTube and then all the related videos come up. So I've been seeing a lot of interviews and especially with Sandra Oh being such a well-name already, we're getting to know the other characters and falling in love with them. So I'm super excited for these women. We just need more episodes. There's only, I think, nine in this season. We need, of course, it's like that's the best way to keep you teased in there with only just enough to really love it. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited for that and hopefully it... Hopefully that's another Grey's Anatomy run. Oh yeah, we just see anything going. with her yeah. back. Yeah. That is true. Going on forever. <laughs> <laughs> and now into predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV. I always feel like I'm like in a haunted house in Halloween <laughs> when we hear this. I know. So we ended the episode with Villanelle seeing Eve in the car. We see her being taken by the new handler. We, we've we talked about before that we think now she's going to 
you know, not have the upper hand. So that will be interesting if maybe, you know, we do see a play out of her being a victim for a little bit and yeah. not being as strong. And maybe Eve comes to her defense right. when she sees this happening. And especially with the new character, my mind's just going all over the place with predictions <laughs> of what could happen. We're like, who is this new girl? And yeah. when is Eve going to finally meet Villanelle? Mm-hmm. And we see how Villanelle was very distraught. She was just choked. She's not in a good place mentally or physically. And then that light is back in her when she sees Eve. And then Eve runs out. They notice that the guy with Julian was still hot, so the murder just happened, and they walk out, and she's gone. So we're back on that cat and mouse chase once again. But it's, Mm -hmm. like, even more. The meat's juicier because she knows she's (laughs) right there. Like, you just missed her. So I think, uh, I don't... I don't know if they'll come face to face next episode, but right. I do. Uh, I think we're going to see. My prediction is that we'll see Villanelle be a little bit weaker, more of the victim. You think so? I think so. See, actually, I think she's going to get stronger and probably just kill her handler in the next episode, and then find out about the new it girl and probably go after her. I don't you know. Think the handler won't be an issue. I don't. For I. Her? I don't know. I don't think so. I just. But wouldn't it be more than just him though? Like. Yeah, but I just I guess because the fact she just killed the other one so quickly, I have faith in her in her ability to just kill, and especially how she just killed Julian. Um, she just gets out of those situations really easily. So I do think she's just going to probably kill the handler. I do think she might be lost though, uh, trying to find her way back to Eve somehow. But I think that's kind of my prediction. But Eve is also trying to find her, mm-hmm. so that could be helpful. Very true. I think. Um, in the next episode, she's going to get a job and the new girl is going to get a job. Or they're mm. going to try to get them to work together like they did, you know, um, in season one when she worked with the other uh, other assassins. But I think, I mean, because I think now, I mean, they ha- they got her back in the fold for a reason. So right. obviously they have a job for her to do. So I think that'll be interesting to see who is the next person that she's going to kill. And then two... Um, We'll get a little bit more background because Constantine is back. Say, that's we how. Bring that yeah. That's how the season. Um, that's how the episode ended. So I guess we'll get a little bit more information on Constantine. I guess is he crossing over? Um, you know, a little bit more info on what's going on with Constantine. So I think yeah. in some respects, Constantine is the person closest. Um, to a father to her. So if she knows she didn't kill him, then she's going to find her way back to Constantine, I think. Mm-hmm. And what do we think about Eve's expression seeing him? She, I don't know if that was a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was, I'm very torn on Constantine. I'm very confused as to like his role and his what he plays in this part. And Caroline's role in all yeah. of this. How she, I think, you know, obviously she's behind the scenes, but I do think she could be one to watch as far as can we trust her? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think her son even trusts her. Well, I mean, I think we know um, somewhat from last season that it, who um, they're both all working for is always in flux. Right. So, you know, I mean, she admitted last season that she had actually slept with Constantine. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So we don't know how they, you know, kind of like Frank. Like, I think Constantine is someone who plays both sides anyway. Yeah. This will be a one to watch until next Sunday, guys. We think we're going to be here for Easter, but if not, we will always cover the episodes in the following. So stay tuned for that. We'll let you guys know either way. But happy Easter for next Sunday. And I'm Haley J. You can find me on Instagram at HeyJHAYJ underscore. And I'm Delia Gomez. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Delia Gomez. What's up, party people? I'm Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Ciao for now.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.